Oh, let me let me open my drink real quick. Pop it. Pop it. Pop it good. There we go. <sighs> Best sound in the world. <laughs> <That's> um, right. <laughs> welcome to a thousand true crimes. <laughs> um, anyways, hey y'all, welcome back. <laughs> we are just we're just uh, getting, getting tipsy over here, getting our drinks ready, um, for our case tonight. But anyways, Listen, I'm, all right, I I've feel never like we're... in my life been ready for a case as much as I'm ready for a case now okay um yeah I feel like we just started this episode off a little weird um <laughs> I'm like how do I I don't know uh, but yeah I mean I'm you Chelsea. said welcome to a thousand true crimes yeah I'm Chelsea and I'm here part. with my lovely co-host Joe and hey, everyone um, girl what you drinking on tonight so I've got a Merlot um it's decoy I looked at it mm. Yeah. Decoy. It's that decoy. makes sense. It's delish. Um, um, well, for those that don't listen it. to the marriage podcast, she was listening. Uh, she was drinking the Merlot and she said it had a duck on it. Yeah. On the bottle. I couldn't remember what it was called. But I went to top up because we're recording because, you know, <laughs> we're on our shit like that. Um, and it's decoy. Oh, nice. Very good. <laughs> um, and I was having some fancy white wine that my dad got. And... It's all the way upstairs, and I'm in the basement, so I got myself a Vizzy because mm. I don't feel like I don't feel like going you all the way upstairs. And then to show up with the antioxidants. Well, here's the thing: I would go upstairs, and then my mom would start telling me to do things. And today, she was like, "Are you working?" And I was like, "No, well, kinda. I'm doing stuff for <laughs> our podcast, you know, for the five listeners mm-hmm. that we have." And she's hey, like, "We she's have like, like 400 listeners." Those are just 400 listens, listens. Yeah. And then, (laughs) you know, she tells, she's like, well, do you get paid? And I was like, no, it's just, you know, for fun, like whatever. We do get paid $3 each. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay. Anyway, I am saying no. And then she looked at me and she's like, well, why would anyone want to listen to you talk? And I was like, well, damn. So it's good. You know, we have both (laughs) been asking each other this question. So um, parents really support us. (laughs) And so I didn't feel like going upstairs and like trying to explain to her. And like, so I just grabbed a busy that that's where that story was going. Um, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah. All right. Well, if you're ready, we can. Crack yeah. Into Who are we this. talking about this week? Today, we are talking about the murder of Phyllis Malone. Hmm. So Phyllis Renee Malone was born on December 19th, 1976 in Memphis, Tennessee. She grew up in South Memphis in an area called Soulsville. So it can be a little rough, but a lot of families have lived there for generations and they've raised their families there. Mm-hmm. When Phyllis was five, her mom dies from an aneurysm at 36 years old. So Aww. this... Yeah, this becomes, like, really rough on Phyllis, and out of all of her siblings, she took it the hardest. Okay. So she we fast forward. She a lot of siblings? Yeah. So if we fast forward, and Phyllis becomes a mom, and she had fi- she has five kids. Okay. And, you know, she loved her kids, and she was always there for them. She was, you know, like, she lost her mom young. 
Um, so she, she always wanted to be there for her kids and she would cook with them, listen to music and dance with her kids in the kitchen. So she was, you know, a great mom. Mm -hmm. She was a loving mom. She was a single mom. Um, so that's a little bit of the background on Phyllis. I couldn't find too much. And Oh, also this was another Southern Gothic episode that Mm. I got this case from. And then I got some a little bit more information, but pretty much everything that was in the episode on Southern Gothic was what I could find online in news articles in like local news articles. So, so that's pretty much like, you know, Phyllis's background. Um, so fast forward to September 9th, 2008, a delivery guy, uh, a delivery driver goes to make a delivery at e- at an East Memphis gas station that has this burger restaurant located next to it. So when he gets there to make his delivery, he finds a blue car blocking his access. So right. he gets out to be like, girl, like, bitch, you gotta move, move your car, like you're in my way. Yeah. And he actually discovers um, that the lady in the car is dead and he calls 911. Oh, sheesh. Mm-hmm. Now, the location of the gas station is right off the highway. Was he just, I assume he was just like banging on the window. I, like, the, was there blood all over her or like? So we'll get into it, but like pretty much okay, he goes okay, up okay. and he's like, yeah, she's not alive. Okay. Like, okay. Yeah. Um, we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. So the gas station is right off the highway. And when the officers arrive on the scene, they discover the woman sitting up in the front seat, but her head is tilted and her chin is resting on her chest. This okay. is like important. So she's sitting up and her head is like, like, you know, like slumped down. Okay. Okay. They discover she had been shot three times to the upper torso and her head. <gasps> oh no. Yeah. So they find her purse and it's still in the car with her ID. And that is how they're able to identify the body as Phyllis Malone. I have so many questions, but I'm going to assume that we're going to get there. Yes. Okay. So they don't find a gun in the vehicle or casings, and they think it might be a revolver since there wasn't any casings in the area. Okay. Because, you know, they don't, like, shoot out, like, I guess. I don't know. Okay. Um, Okay. They can also tell that it was done at pretty close range based on the blood patterns she was shot from oh someone goodness. outside of the car. Okay. So that was one of my first questions is like, did it look like she was sitting in her car when she got shot? Like, was it angled in? Was it on the front? Like execution yeah. style? Like, it was okay, close so range from someone outside someone was of the car. Outside of her mm-hmm. car. Okay. All right. All right. Also going into it, the side passenger window was down. Oh. So the police first think, it's a drug deal gone bad or a robbery gone bad. Of course. But she's there a are black no woman. signs. What else would she be doing? What? Sorry. I said, that. of course, because she's a black woman. What else would she be doing? Yeah. <laughs> so the police first think it might be a drug deal gone bad or a robbery gone bad, but there are no signs of anything like that happening. There aren't any okay. drugs or signs of her using um, her money and purse is still there. The only thing missing is her cell phone. Hmm. And there's a, a lack of physical evidence. Okay. Of course. 
So the gas station, like I said, is connected to a restaurant called Backyard Backyard Burger. And the manager said that they closed around 11 p.m. and they do not open until after 6 a.m. And Phyllis did not work at the gas station or, or the burger place. So, yeah, what was she doing there? Yeah. So the police hoped to catch a break because the gas station and the business had video cameras. Okay. God. But, Everybody cross your fingers. Hold your breath. But, of course, they didn't nope. work. Well, nope. Somebody wasn't crossing their fingers. I think this, though, might be one of the first times that um, the camera actually wasn't used. That's true. Remember, Usually yeah. it's used, but it's, like, not helpful. Yeah, or, like, the last couple cases we've done where they actually got information from Yeah, the, they did do – you're right. They did do the – we had a couple. We had a couple where it was like, what? So this is the first time <laughs> that it's, like, why have security cameras when they don't – what if they're not working? Yeah, yeah. Okay. But that's, yeah. like, a so whole other useless. issue. That's a whole other podcast about right. crimes and videos and – oh, my God. That's right. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's right. Um – Okay, so at this point, the detectives go to notify the family, and they start to ask the family if there is anyone that could have done this to her. They, the family mentions that she had been fighting with her ex. So a couple of months prior to her death, there had been a domestic violence, violence incident involving Phyllis and her ex. And pretty much they were arguing, and she was not about that. She was fucking over it. She, so she calls 911 okay. to get him to leave. Because she's like, I'm not okay. dealing with your bullshit. Right. As the detectives continue to speak with the family, her daughter Alexis mentions that last night, so the night um, <laughs> that she was murdered, she was getting her hair done and getting ready to meet up with a new guy. But unfortunately, no one remembers or knows the guy's name. Ah, Okay. Okay. So So who was this guy? They don't know. Because she met up with him and then she died. Or yeah. or she was trying to meet up with him and then she died. So eight. Are, are you good? I'm dying over here. I can tell. My, well, it is also allergy ass. season. It is, but mm-hmm. I caused this to myself because I was trying to be nosy and see what the cops were doing outside. So I swept my porch. And I swept the, all cops, the pine pollen into my nose. And the cops were probably just like hanging out with friends, and they're like, "Why is this bitch pretending to like sweep up pine needles? <laughs> we damn well know she's being nosy." It wasn't needles. <laughs> it was just pollen. It was all just pollen. Oh my god! Yeah, I wasn't the only one. A lot of my neighbors were out on their porch doing things they didn't need to do too. <laughs> See, you're so much better. I would have just like gotten my phone and pretended I was texting. When in reality, I would just be, like, staring at them. Um, like, sitting on your porch? Yeah, I'd be like, oh, cool, cool. Or I would grab my son. Yeah, like, exactly. Those are time. all. Those are all valid excuses. Well, I don't have any of those. I could have walked but my if dog. if you go out, okay, it doesn't matter. If you go out to your porch and start doing something after the cops arrive, they already know that you're there to watch them. Oh, yeah. Everyone knew that. They, this is a total okay. tangent. There's like this meme going around of this guy who's like mowing his lawn when like two doors down, like shit's going down with the police. Mm-hmm. And it's like a picture. 
and someone posted it in one of the groups that I follow and they were like, we all need to learn to be a little more like this guy and mind your own business. And I was like, that motherfucker is not minding his business. His grass is not long. His grass looks like it just got cut two days ago. That man is out there to see what the fuck is going on. Oh, yeah. The mower's not even on. <laughs> right? <laughs> He's just like pretending it's a push mower. Yeah, He's just no. like, what? What's <laughs> oh, happening? What is this? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> he's doing the opposite of minding his own business. his own business 100 percent. 100 anyways 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 okay so she's going so, to meet allegedly this new guy she's getting her hair done mm-hmm. so eight hours after finding phyllis the police get in contact with her ex and the police actually inform him that she was found murdered and he's visibly stunned and upset about it he does have an alibi. He was at work and his manager has his time card and he is telling the truth. So okay. now the police are like, fuck, dead end. Yeah, I think it's this new guy, whoever the fuck that is. Mm-hmm. So back at the crime scene lab, they are looking through the car and they don't really find anything out of the ordinary. But they do find a letter that she had written. She mentioned about seeing a new guy. And the letter also mentions that she is pregnant. Oh, the shit. Letter, the letter is addressed to Chansey. And that's it. No last name, no first name. Like, just Chansey. Okay. They, have, they also don't have any idea who wrote it. Because it's not signed. And it doesn't have a date of when it was written. Oh. So they do show the note to her sister Ophelia and her daughter does confirm it is her handwriting. Okay. The okay. family also didn't know she was pregnant or who the hell Chansey is. I was going to say, so when she was writing the letter to Chansey, mm-hmm. was she writing it like, hey, guess what? I met this new guy. Like, I'm pregnant with his baby. Oh, it's so exciting. Or was Mm-mm. it like, I love you. I'm pregnant. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It's like letting him know that. She's so chance. With- okay, so Chancey mm-hmm. is the guy. Okay, that's okay. what it. That's like what they're thinking. Or he he's the guy who she's been seeing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. All right. So the family also her family is like the real fucking OGs because they are not gonna let this just get swept under the rug. Good for um, them. So the family starts to talk to people that knew Phyllis by calling friends and family and to try to figure out who could have done this. You know, because also, like, we do have to remember that police, technically at times, they do have their hands tied. They can't just FYI people without a warrant. They can't just come into your house. You have the right to refuse to speak to a police officer. If you're Um, not under arrest. Yeah, if you're not, yeah. I mean, you can literally be dragged into an interview room and all you have to say is, I want my lawyer. You keep your mouth shut. Yeah. That's what lawyers tell you from day one. Like, keep the moment you get read your rights and you're taken down on the station, keep your fucking mouth shut. Yeah. The, um, yeah. yeah. But this is one-on-one. Yeah. So... I mean, if you're drugging for an actual crime that you did, don't keep your mouth shut. Shut. If you're drugging and you know that you're innocent, don't say shit. Yes, let me make that clear. If you are not an asshole and you are getting dragged for something you didn't do, keep your mouth shut. Keep your mouth shut. Shut. Um, 
and also like, so like the family and friends can find out more information because people also have a lot, like feel more free to talk to family and friends than over. Yeah. I feel like a police officer at time. Yeah. So yeah, the family and the, and her friend, you know, they're trying to figure out like who could have done this. They find out that Phyllis was going to meet a Mr. Jones who happens Uh, to be a police officer. Oh, that was his real name. See, I'm over here thinking like, oh, that's a fake name. Oh, I know. Okay. Okay. It's like Smith. Like anyone with the last name Smith. It's like if your name is John Smith, you're just like, yeah, okay. I need to see some ID before I'm going anywhere with that. (laughs) Um. I wonder, you know what would be a really unfortunate name is if your name is like legit John or Jane Doe. Yeah, I would need to see ID. I'd be yeah. like, just send me a quick pic. You can blur out the numbers. I just need to see the name. The ID, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so through friends, they find out that she was going to meet the police officer that day and never came back. So Phyllis's so sister... Ophelia has a neighbor, Ophelia, Ophelia, sorry, has a neighbor who's a police officer. I was just, I was just guessing. I I don't know. No, it is. It's O-P-H-I-L-A, Ophelia. Yeah, Ophelia. So her neighbor is actually a legit police officer. And he came by one day to give his condolences and they start to talk. And she mentions to him about the letter addressed to a chancy. And that Phyllis was dating a guy with the last name Jones. And Does he, he was a police officer. Is? Her neighbor says that he works with a Chansey Jones. Oh, shit. So, Ophelia is like, is literally like, oh, shit. Could he have done this? So, she calls the detectives back to let them know. And the detectives at this point confirm that they do have an officer by the name Chancey Jones, and he is married with a small child. <gasps> they also she was his mistress and pregnant. They also find a direct connection between Jones and Phyllis, because remember when she called nine one one about her ex? Officer Jones <gasps> is the one who responded to the domestic violence call. My so pearls he, are clutched. So he gave her his number and tells her he <gasps> wants to talk to her. What yep. a rat bastard. So now the detectives are like, bitch, we got to talk. How dare he? Yeah. Yeah. So on September 9th, 2008. So you got to remember, like, they found her body, I believe, what, the 8th? Yeah. So, oh. yeah, because she was killed um, the night before. So her body was found September 9th. So they they are doing, like, work. This is not bad. This is not bad. Well, I want to say the family is doing work. And, I mean, the police are, too. Valid, valid. They're pushing. You know, they're pushing. Yeah. They're pushing the boat. The cops are rowing. Mm-hmm. It's yep. a team effort. So on September 9th, 2008, at 2 p.m., Officer Jones reports for duty eight hours after Phyllis was found murdered. So after roll call, because I don't want to, you know, they don't want to make a big scene because... They're not trying to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They got to play it low-key. Play it low-key. Yeah. So after roll call, they bring him in to just, you know, talk to him. 
And Jones speaks to them, and he works with the detectives. He claims that he only knew Phyllis because of the domestic call a couple of months ago. He admits that they exchanged numbers and started a talk. He also admits that he saw her the night of the murder, and they met at the gas station and claims that he doesn't remember what they talked about. Oh, uh, come on. He's a co- yeah. you, You're a cop, and you can't do better than that? Also, it's only eight hours. Like, come on, dude. Yeah. Come on, dude. But he remembers in great detail other things that happened during the day. But you don't remember what you talked about with someone the night that they were murdered? Yeah. Someone who, I mean, like, okay, so according to his story, they weren't meeting for any sort of, like, relationship thing. So probably they were meeting for something that was crime related. And so like either way, if you're meeting because you're like trying to hook up with this chick, Hey, you're going to remember if you're mm-hmm. meeting because you're going to, you're, she's like called you cause she needs help for some reason. And she trusts you. You're also going to remember like, yeah, you didn't bump into her at the gas station. Like you met her there. Yeah. You purposely met her there. Come on, dude. Come yeah. on, dude. So the detectives then tell him they have the letter addressed to him from Phyllis. So he does admit that she told him that she was pregnant with his baby and they kind of talked about it, but he tells her he needs time to like process everything. Um, and yeah. And, so you're going to tell me that you met your baby mama at the gas station and you don't remember what you guys talked about? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's such a bullshit lie. Like if you're going to lie, lie better. I know it's it's disrespectful to us liars in the world. No, I'm yeah. <laughs> and according to Jones, Phyllis raises the stakes by saying she will tell his wife. Okay. He says that they part ways. Why would and he tell them that? Why would I mean, he say that to them? He's an idiot. I mean, thank God he's an idiot. But like, why would you say that to the cops? Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden you've remembered that part of the conversation, but you don't yeah. remember anything else. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> yeah. So three hours later, they are still interrogating him and he changes his story. He tells the detectives he will tell them what they want to hear. But Phyllis was trying, but Phyllis was trying to kill him. Oh, oh he claims okay. That she tried to run him over with her car, so that is why he had to shoot her and admit oh, to shooting oh, yeah. her. Yeah, admits to shooting her two or three times, and is still claiming self-defense. He does From admit the passenger to taking side of the car. Yeah, he does admit to taking her cell phone and throwing the gun in the Mississippi River, which like detectives Come know what it's about. It doesn't make sense because remember like the delivery guy was trying to make his delivery. So she's parked like alongside the building. Yeah. She's not parked like facing towards the, you know, street or like, like or in a parking space. Like, yeah, she's up against the building. Yeah. So if her passenger side is down, that means you're, you're like, yeah, it does. It just doesn't make any sense. None like, of it makes sense. Logic. Like, dude, come on. Thank God this guy's an idiot. Thank God this guy's an idiot. Yeah, and also, he's real dumb because he's the first one to know that you should not talk to the police without a lawyer. There's so many things he should have known. <laughs> like, come on, dude. Like, what are you thinking? Oh, I shot her in self-defense because she was trying to run me over. So yeah. you ran to the side of her car, asked her to roll the window down, and then fired 
three close range shots into her. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doesn't make sense. So they do arrest him and charge him with first degree murder. And at some point it changes to second degree murder. And this allows okay. him to have a bond and the jaw Jesus. And the judge sets the bond to two hundred thousand. Okay. Which, Pretty steep. But I could understand the argument. And did he plea? Or was that just it was just dropped because the judge I dropped get, it? It didn't it just said at some point it changed. I can understand the argument that he didn't go there with intent to kill her. Like maybe like we don't know because because he can't remember anything except the except the part of the conversation where Mm -hmm. she's going to tell his wife that she's pregnant. But but he he might not have intended to kill her. And I think that's what qualifies for first degree. Yeah. But he sets and it's also the judge sets the sets the bond to two hundred thousand. And like I can't remember if I go into this because like I'm almost done with my notes. But um. Memphis has a very intense and interesting relationship between the people and its and the yeah. police force. You know, this is yeah. where um, Martin Luther King was assassinated. assassinated. Yeah. Um, and not to mention, like, I'm, I'm sure there's you know so many other incidents and well, crimes. And there's and a lot I just of didn't racial, do my. There's a lot of political. Yeah. And I can understand, like, just from the sense of, like, human compassion, because you're thinking, like, that's a low bond, right? I'm thinking it's a low bond. And I do, like, I don't know if I should make this clear, but, like, the officer that she was, Jones, he's black as well. Yeah. So I can appreciate that a judge might not want to or a judge might want to spare a because i know that cops don't get treated well when they get put in jail or yeah prison. and i understand so I can, that but it does go into the mindset of like are they giving him this lesser degree and a bond because they're trying to protect their own yep even though he did commit murder he murdered her in cold blood yeah, no. So that, who, the who, fact that he got, who because I think about to, it, if Charles? this was anybody on the street that wasn't yeah. one of their own, they wouldn't have gotten a bond most likely. I mean, not, I don't want to say that because I'm sure there are, but like, it does make you ask the question. I know. Lots and of so it caused do. tension between yeah. the people and the police force about it. And I do yep. want to make it clear that at least in the episode, of Southern Gothic, the police were like pissed that he did this. Like they were not okay. Like they Clearly. were trying to protect well, him. Yeah. They weren't and trying to like, like they were like, if you did this, like fuck you. Like this is not what you do as a cop. So I and do we have make to that honor. Clear. Yeah, we have to honor the cops who are good cops because they do exist, <clears throat> few and far mm-hmm. between, or maybe more often than few and far between. But hey, be louder. Um, so we do need to take the time to honor cops who really do their job. And like, this isn't even, they found him not a day later. Yeah. Like, like that's yeah. some, and, and they brought him in and they arrested him and they got him. And you do have to, I mean, I feel like this whole episode is, uh, plagued with various, um, problems with systemic racism Mm-hmm. And so you can argue this from any direction that you want to argue this. 
if he was a white cop, would they have treated him differently? Who's to say? All that I can say as a person who hates police brutality, Chelsea can vouch has been very vocal about how much disdain I have for people who behave that way. I am very happy to see that when a cop does commit murder, that there are some people, other police officers who are willing to say, no, dude, no, 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 no. That's not okay. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, they, you know, at the end of the day, police brutality is never okay. Nope. And it doesn't, it, 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 you are sworn to protect Absolutely. And, and if, I'm gonna, if we're going to like go down that road, let me climb on a soapbox real fast and say, yes, it absolutely affects the African-American population. It affects all of the populations that are not white more than it affects white people. And like that is some bullshit. And also like it affects women way more than it affects men. Not that it doesn't affect men, but like ladies, we got to start being loud about this because it affects us a lot mm-hmm. more than it affects like more like statistically it affects us a lot more than it affects men um we might i mean there might not be as many like deaths that we see but rape and assault and mm-hmm. um violence and especially women of rampant. color absolutely um this is and and not to say i'm not trying to diminish the fact that yes this does happen to people of color way more often than it happens to white people absolutely but like this happens to um, the disenfranchised and the underprivileged mm-hmm. and it goes beyond race. Um, it's just people who don't have, it's not rich people who don't have a bunch of lawyers who can help them um, and who don't live in really like great neighborhoods and great communities and all of that. So um, ladies, we got to like be really loud and make this nonsense stop. And we got to celebrate when good cops take a bad cop down. Yeah. And I, yeah, yeah, 100%. Unless um, this doesn't go there, please tell me he goes to jail. Please tell me he goes wait. to prison. Just okay, wait. okay, God, I'm so nervous. You keep, like, saying, like, Liz, little things where I'm like, wait a minute, does he get no. off? Does this piece of <laughs> no. shit get off? Okay, 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 um, okay, okay. <laughs> so, okay, so the judge sets the bond to 200000 September 15th, a week after Phyllis was murdered, he walks out of jail and is free until the trial. See, yeah, that's the part. Mm, Don't like that. So, like I said, like, there's a lot of tension going on. And a lot of people do believe he's actually gonna um, get away with it. And so they finally get the autopsy results to see if Phyllis was actually pregnant. And it reveals she was not pregnant. Oh. So now yeah. they aren't sure why she told him that she was pregnant. Don't like that. Yeah. Don't like but that. Like, Not th- but th- again, that, just, like that, that get letter was never dated. So you don't know. <clears throat> and she might like not she have sent it. Maybe she just wrote it. Yeah. And I mean, you don't know, like, maybe she miscarried. Yep. Maybe she was just saying she was pregnant because he, she wanted to, maybe he was trying to break it. I don't know. Like, I don't want to put anything out there because it is never clearly, like, And none of that is discussed. relevant. And it's it not relevant. It yeah, doesn't none matter. Get you it doesn't killed. matter. <laughs> no, it does not matter. Like, he should have never done what I he think, did. I think, like, murdering somebody's child in cold blood. That's no, about the only no, thing that I'd be no. like, yeah, you can get murdered oh, for that. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, if anyone yeah. fucking touched my kid. You you could get murdered for that. That's fine. Yeah, that's, okay. that's fine. Um, but you can't murder somebody because they say that they're pregnant and they're going to tell your wife when you're the one cheating. No, like, no. Like, don't be a douche. It's when you handle um, that like an adult. Yeah, or just don't have an affair, but okay. Well, that too. Um, yep. Okay. Where am I? All right. So we jumped to June 2010, two years okay. after Dang. she was murdered. Well, it does take a long time. I mean, you got to think this, like, the, you know, officer and. No, I know, but dang, it does take yeah. a long time. So Officer Jones finally goes on trial and he is charged with first degree murder. So he ends up getting charged with first degree murder. So what is believed to have happened was that Jones tells Phyllis to meet him at the gas station because he, he used to work at the restaurant that is attached to the gas station. So he knew what time it closed. She was all dressed up waiting for him in his car. She was all dressed up waiting for him in her car. He pulls up and they get into this heated argument about her possibly being pregnant. So maybe she thought she was pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And he still claims that she was going to tell his wife and try to kill him. Okay. The defense still tries to claim that she tried to run him over, but the prosecution could prove that it could not have happened due to her injuries. A blood splatter expert testifies that Jones had to fire through the open passenger side window. So this proves that he wanted to shoot her. So, and he doesn't um, just shoot her once. He shot her three times. Yep. He shot her in the head, side, and stomach. He then grabs her cell phone and got rid of the murder weapon. So the defense essentially tries to victim blame and say that Phyllis, like, was this bitter pissed off mistress and she's pregnant and she's going to go tell his wife and they get into an argument. So she tries to run him over and literally all of the physical evidence is literally saying that cannot happen because blood, blood spatter, blood splatter patterns do not lie. Yeah. Like, and wouldn't the car have been moving? Wouldn't she have been moving? She would not have been shot her. Like if you sh- let's say let's say his story was correct. If she's trying to run you over, shouldn't have gone through the windshield, the driver's windshield. Yeah, like you wouldn't have had the time to run. And through. wouldn't Why you, would you have only have to shoot once? Because I'm pretty sure if you shoot somebody in the stomach or the side, you would have thought you would have shot. You would have shot one time and then been like, mm-hmm. "Are you done?" And then like radioed for help. Yeah, and then why would you need to grab her? phone and and the gun and why would you dispose of your gun if you Mm -hmm. were like confident that it was a self-defense defense Defense. yeah so nothing no so the trial lasts a week and the jury comes back and they end up charging him with a lesser charge of second degree murder okay and was sentenced to 24 years in prison that's it that's it damn he got 24 years and five kids lost their mom. So to... he's going to be out in our lifetime. 
yeah, this was what, 2010? So. Ew. Yeah. I don't like that. Mm-mm. Stop. Leilani. Leilani doesn't like it either. She does. She growling. said no. She says, no, yeah. ma'am. No, it's sir. It's some bullshit. That is some bullshit right there. Yeah. Mm. So this one does not, yeah. That is a hella complicated case. Mm-hmm. On so many levels. It's, yeah, it's uh, it's a lot. It's it's sad. It's, I mean. It's fucked up. It's bullshit. And the thing is, it's like, even, you know, his child's life is affected. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so many lives are ruined. Because, because you just kind of walk away. Act. Yeah. Jesus Christ. So, that is the case of Phyllis Malone. Well, I don't like it, Chelsea. I, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not good. It's not, it's not a happy ending. But, like, true crime never is. No, true crime never is, but it helps when you can get justice. And mm-hmm. I don't feel I don't feel like justice was done there. No. Twenty five years for murdering mm-hmm. a woman. I mean, I wish mm. I could say I was shocked, but I'm not. I know. Same. Same. And then you have people in jail for like like drug Smoking trafficking pot. for like life. Yep. So Yeah, well, Sorry to ruin your night. Okay. And you went into this being it. like, I, I can't. I need to. I was ready for a crime. You were ready for not, a crime, and now you're I not. Was not. I was not <laughs> ready for this crime. So, all right. Well, what was your weekly win, though? Um, I mean, I was, I was going to say that we're going to get our pool next week. But that seems really... Um, Seems really lame. That's <laughs> not lame. Case. I mean, it's not lame in general in life, but it like. But after the seems... case, it just kind of like. It's like yeah, well, good for you. Yeah, yeah. It's like hmm, fucking privilege over here. Yeah, good for you, white lady. God. Are you guys getting like an above ground pool, like, or is this like an Amazon yes. pool? Yes, no, it's it's an above ground pool. No, we're not getting anything fancy. It's off of Marketplace. Okay. Um, I was able to find a really cute one. It's like thirteen by eight. It's like a little rectangle pool. Um, it'll be big enough for the kids this summer. It'll big enough be big enough for me to float around in. Let me think is of a better it? one. I can say the book again. That one no, seems that's really good. lame after this no, story. No, you're. It's fine. What's your weekly win? Um, I'm gonna go still with that. The husband comes home. I was gonna say that's a solid one. So can't go wrong. No, yeah. So it, it's gonna be nice. I mean, we're still at my parents for another couple weeks, and then we have to. And then you're coming to North Carolina. Well, we're going to Virginia first for like a week, and then we're coming to North Carolina. But I will be there in like a few weeks. So get ready. I know it's part of the transition. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to the car ride. It's going to be a long car ride. But you got your <sighs> new sweet car. I do. I do love my new car, but, um, you know, it's just different when you have, an inf- like, a toddler. Yeah, it's uh, horrible. 
So I have friends that are getting ready to move, like, right after their kids are born. Like, they're pregnant. No, girl. That is, if you're going to have a kid, a young kid, that is the best time to travel. You know why? Well, you yeah. wear that. You wear that baby. You pop a bottle they sleep. or a boob yeah. in their mouth, and they will sleep. It was I. I traveled with baby B to Kansas when he was like four months old. Yeah, barely that's true. made a sound on the plane because all I did was just like breastfeed him. It was great. Okay. This time around, girl, we were those people. You know, they, they don't get quieter. I know that, Joe. <laughs> I live it. It's my life. <laughs> Fucking have kids, they said. It's going to be so fun. I was going to say, for the next 16 years, <laughs> these are going to be our conversations. I'm going to be 16. like, yeah, we had this great, quiet evening together where the pets just roamed freely and you're gonna be like i swear to god (laughs) if this 14 year old throws me one more jizz sock i'm out (laughs) oh don't know baby b that will never happen Mm -mm. never ever she just cursed herself you guys she just did it (laughs) no he's gonna be a little baby for the rest of his life i don't care that's it you just have to make sure that hubs teaches him to use a tissue and flush that shit okay i'm not no i'm not talking about this jesus christ jesus okay well anyways he can call auntie auntie joe yeah 100 percent. you can deal with that we just learned we just learned how healthy masturbation is stop talking about my kid in that jesus what is wrong with you I was talking about married spouses, Chelsea. Shut up. No, you weren't. How dare you? <laughs> Anyways, before this gets to a very awkward and not okay topic, um, <laughs> join us next week for another crime. And if you guys have any crimes that you want to recommend to us, find us on Facebook. It's a thousand um, true crimes podcast discussion group. And then you can also find us on Instagram, a thousand true crimes pod. Um, if you find any cool crimes, that would be great for us to talk about that don't involve masturbation and Chelsea's inevitable future with her son. <sighs> <laughs> then that would be great. We would be more than happy to cover those crimes. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> All right, oh everyone on that note, <laughs> have a great week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Talk to y'all later. (laughs) Bye. Bye.